Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Bob. <laughs> Jim Bob. And Bobby Boy. <laughs> and today, the giggles are back, and so are the NBA playoffs. The giggles, the giggles. The giggles Derek! Mm. The NBA playoffs are back. Eastern Conference has a lot of storylines, particularly in the play-in. Western Conference, a lot of surprising teams didn't make it, and obviously we'll talk about the Lakers because that's what everybody wants. So, we'll start with the East. What if we'll start- I don't want to talk about the Lakers, huh? All right, we're going to mute that mic right there, and now we begin the Eastern Conference. Let's start with Jared's team. Let's start with the Miami Heat. <laughs> Let's start with the Miami Heat. Jared, how excited are you about this team, and what chances do you think they have? I think if they play the Nets in the first round, I'm scared, but any other... Like any other situation, I think they get past the first round. I completely agree. No fear of Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte? None? No. no. Who are your two teams you think escape the plan? The Nets and the Hawks. You think Cleveland's done? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I agree. What is it about Cleveland that scares you guys from them making it? They're too run? young. Not enough experience. They're young. I don't think they beat the Nets, and then they probably, in my opinion, are going to... Actually, either team they play, the Hawks or the Hornets, because the Hornets have been playing really well, and the Hawks, like, I think Trey Young could just... All it takes is a really good game from Trey Young. I hope they win, but I don't think it'll happen. Here's the situation with the play-in that I think makes Cleveland a big surprise if they don't prevail. We look at the 7-8-9-10. So 7-8, Brooklyn plays Cleveland. Winner gets the seven seed, then loser gets a chance to still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then the Hawks and Hornets fight. The loser's done. Winner plays the loser of the seven eight. So Cleveland just has to win one of two games. Yeah, and I think they can. I think they're better than the Hawks and the Hornets. So uh, Nets, uh, Nets are winning this first game. Nets and Cavs are going to be your two teams, in my opinion, out of the plan. I think Miami plays Cleveland. That's a that's a fun series, actually. Like I, I'm legitimately excited for that. And then Boston Brooklyn. Does anybody think there's a chance? Of Brooklyn making noise in the in the first round, a hundred percent. They have Kevin Durant and Ben, ben Simmons. Logan, continue. And Kyrie, but half man, half a season. Although um, he's actually allowed to play now, so I don't know. I don't know. They they could make noise. I mean, it's it's very possible. Like they could honestly probably win the championship if they're all on. But I don't think they will all be on, considering Ben Simmons hasn't played in a year and even. Even the last time we saw him play, it wasn't that good. <laughs> and yeah, no. I mean, who knows what you're gonna get out of Kyrie? Maybe he like has some, so something he thinks of where he's like, you know what? Maybe basketball isn't good for me. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that team is the biggest wild card. They could yeah. either go out in the play-in or win the whole thing. So yeah, they could make noise. I don't necessarily think they will, but they could, and it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Do we think uh, let's let's go through those other matchups here? Milwaukee and Chicago, Chicago, and then Philly and Toronto. Toronto's got an interesting mm-hmm. policy in place here. Unvaccinated players are not allowed to play in Toronto. That includes their own team, where the Raptors are fully vaccinated, so they don't have to worry about this. The Sixers do. Matisse Thybul is the only known unvaccinated player. There's a real chance there's somebody we didn't know of that is unvaccinated for Philly. Do we think Toronto can pull off the first-round upset, especially with this policy in place? And because Harden sucks. I think they do. I actually think... You do? 
I think Toronto beats Philly in the first round. I think it's funny. We were talking about Philly as a legitimate team that could win the finals, but Harden sucks. He's I, fat. Yeah, Harden sucks, and I'm not. I'm not saying that just so that I. Just because I can, I'm Guys, saying that because I think it's true. Why? Why are we pushing this narrative? Here, here are Harden's last four games that he's played: twenty-two points, fourteen assists; thirteen points, fifteen assists; eleven points, fourteen assists; twenty-one, ten, and ten; twelve, thirteen, and eight. So he, he's passing the rock. He's stat padding. He's only stat padding. Agreed. Number one. Number two. This team. Does not look good when he and Embiid are both on the court. They have not figured out how to play together well. It was all honeymoon first two or three games. Like, oh my god, this team's incredible. They're not that good. I, I don't think they are because I think Harden and Embiid by themselves aren't winning anything and Tobias Harris has fallen off well, the face of the earth. Except it's not just Embiid and Harden. It's guys like Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, Thibault, Furkan, Georges Niang, who like like Furkan and Georges Niang. Be like, scared of Georges okay, Niang. I'm, I'm not saying they're crazy good players, but in the games that I've watched them play this year, they've been monsters. Like, it sounds stupid, but like Georges Niang, like I think he's dropped like 15 plus in every game or all but one game he's played against the Bulls this year. Same with Furkan, they both destroy us. Which obviously that's a small sample size, but they have guys. Who can step up like Shake Milton, Danny Green? Even if uh, playoff, <laughs> playoff, Danny Green ain't exactly. I was uh, listening to you until you said Danny Green. Yeah, no, not you. You have points. May, maybe, gonna... maybe not Danny Green, because like, yeah, but Danny Green has multiple championships. But Danny Green also was not very good the past mm-hmm. few years. So, I would agree. Um, I think the one thing that I'm excited for is to see what Chicago could do. Um, they win one game. I'm not. I think Chicago's done. They're screwed. Um, they're not going to win this series. I think, and I think everybody knows that. Uh, I think there's this widely known belief that they're not going anywhere. But this team, considering where they were a year ago, I think they have to be pretty proud of where they stand. Lonzo yeah. being out for the year does not help their cause here either. Mm-hmm. When this team's fully healthy next year, they're going to have more draft pick. Uh, I actually don't know about that. But they're going to have a lot of players. Chicago's a big market. More players are going to want to come in. This is really the testing grounds to see how far away you are from that big next step. Giannis and the Bucks have, a, in my opinion, a pretty nice path to get to the Eastern Conference Finals for the second consecutive year. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston or Brooklyn could stand in that way. Um, imagine how big of a story it would be if Brooklyn doesn't win. The, not, not just the first round, but the play-in. I would lose love to, that. If they lose to Cleveland... And then lose to I. I'm gonna say Charlotte. That's it, that's my prediction. What what happens there? It's it's not impossible. It's, it's not, not like it's not like they're not playing the Pistons or anything like the Hornets. They're a good team and they got Gordon Hayward back now. And the Nets straight up like okay, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Ben Simmons who hasn't played in a year, and they're the seven seed. They had Durant all year. Most of the year, pretty much. The whole I would year. say who Durant. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, Durant was out for like six weeks. Are we gonna forget That's that? Or? Still, most of the year, not had. really. But mm-hmm. and they went on a huge losing streak when he was gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, they won like an eleven-game losing streak. So this team with Kevin Durant is way better than an eight seed. Uh, seven, they're, they're seven. I'm sorry, my bad. Correct, but, but like, I 
like I said before, they could go and win the championship. It's very possible, and I can see that happening. It wouldn't, like, blow me out of the water. But also, like, I don't know. I think this is a classic example of people, like, just looking and being like, oh, well, they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Like, they can't lose in the first round because they can. Brooklyn plays Cleveland tomorrow at 6 p.m. on TNT. That should be a very, very good game. We're going to move from the east. We'll come back to talk full playoffs. We're going to okay, move wait. to the west. Can, oh, can I go talk for about it. The Bulls? Yep. Yes, go for it. Um, I was going to say, people, I feel like, I think Bulls fans understand this. A lot of people nationally aren't thinking about this. The Bulls' goal this year was just to make the playoffs. Agreed. They won 46 games. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Now, like, I don't think they were gunning for a championship this year. You get DeMar back next year. Maybe you trade Vooch for, like, a younger... I mean, we wouldn't get this player, but, like, a guy like Aiton, if you somehow could. But... Get, you, you, you get, get a guy in free agency. I, Rudy, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert has been in talks. If we could get Rudy Gobert, that would that's exactly what we need because Vooch is, like, a score-first center, and that's not what we need. We need a rebounding defensive center, and... If we could get Rudy Gobert, I think we could compete for a championship next year. But. Now, see, I don't like that take because I think Vucevic is – I wouldn't say he's a huge part of the team's success, but he's a good part of it. You Having another scoring option on the oh. floor at all times. And as a, he's been relatively healthy this year. Um, right. But. Which, has, which we've known him to struggle with. But he's been very healthy this year. He's been successful for Chicago. I, I think they're fine with Vuce. Go, Gobert's a defensive player of the year candidate every year, and we have no interior defense. If we could, that's literally the one thing we're missing is interior defense. We don't need more scorers because all of our guards can score. Pat Wilk can score, obviously. Last if he's, night, yeah. if he's given mm-hmm. the shots, he can score. And then you have a bunch of role players who can step in and hit shots. And it's not like Rudy Gobert averages like four points a game. Like it's not the Dennis Rodman. The thing with Gobert that scares me is I feel like then you are literally four v five. On offense okay, almost. but then think of the step up you take up on defense. Then you're 6v5 Le- on defense. Le- <laughs> Le- Levine can 1v2 people. Same with DeRozan. And I just don't like that fit. I completely understand where you're coming from. I just don't think it's a fit that's going to succeed. But I think you guys are fine where you are. You just need to build on what you have. Don't give up what you have. Build on what you have. Well, right. That's why you swap out Vooch for Gobert. Why would we get rid of Vucevic? That's, that's the point I'm asking. Because, because he doesn't play defense. Because we need an interior defender. And Do you Vucevic think he's good enough to play the four with the way he scores? Sh- that's my question. Sure, but we don't have the money for Vooch and Gobert and DeRozan and Levine and Lonzo. And mm. Pat Will and Kobe White like and everyone's favorite, Alex Caruso. Yeah. I, yeah. I understand your point. Yeah, no, I do. Um, I'm interested to that, see what happens. They could, That being know. said, we're getting swept this year. I don't agree. I think we'll, I think we'll get a game in the United Center. I, I do. It's just a shame that I think it's going to end a little prematurely. I, I think to a month ago, we didn't think they'd be out this early. That That's my take. But still, I'd say a very successful season. I think they're proud of where they're at. You know what the Bulls should do? They should trade up and draft Jalen Duran from Memphis. They should draft Max Christie. No. That I, would be fun. I think, no, think Jalen Duran would be a great fit on the Bulls. Duran's gonna be early be. pick though. I, I know the way he played not only in the tournament but in the in the AAC this year. He's one of Memphis's big time products. He outshot him, outshadowed Imani. So I don't know. I think he's gonna go high. So there's gonna be a lot of sacrifice needed to make for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that. All right, we're gonna move to the West. Yes, Derek. I'm on board. 
poor Derek. Yeah. He's not a big NBA guy, so let's give him an applause for being here. Good job, Derek. We're very proud. Jeez. Ah, my ears. <laughs> You're welcome, Derek. All right, let's move to the Western Conference. Derek, name one player on the Lakers. Name one player on the Lakers. <laughs> LeBron James. There we Yay. go. Yeah, contributions. Okay, in all seriousness, before we get to the playoffs with the Western Conference, let's address the elephant in the room. Is this the most disappointing team in NBA history? The Lakers? Yes. I think uh, it is. They, I, they, I think this is the biggest failure in NBA history. they got to be up there with past Lakers teams. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, the Nets with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, yeah. Jason what, Terry. What, what do we notice here about these two franchises, the Lakers and the Nets? Failed super teams. Well, and this well, year they're total failures again. Well, maybe if they didn't play LeBron the, and uh, Anthony Davis. And, maybe, no, 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 no. He didn't even deserve Westbrook. that name. He deserves Anthony Davis. Right. That well, brother maybe not if, on the maybe court. Maybe if they just benched that trio the entire season, they would have won because look what they did. Look at look at Malik Monk and Austin Reeves dropping 40s. Austin Reeves had a 30-point triple-double last night. Mm-hmm. And did you see what the media asked Vogel last night? The, the utter disrespect they said – Reports that you're going to be fired tomorrow. What is your reaction? And they said, and he said uh, things I can't say on air. But, well, yeah, I can. I don't care. He said, I don't give a shit. Um, I'm going to enjoy this night with my with my guys. Austin Reeves balled out. I the young guys are getting their opportunities. Mm-hmm. Took it very well. Um, Frank Vogel is a, is a good head coach. I think LeBron's going to do whatever he pleases. He's probably going to get, like, Michael Jordan as his head coach so that he can just sit there and make money. Like, yeah. I hate LeBron. Uh, I don't think I've ever hated LeBron this much in my life, but I have lost all respect for him. I think he gave up on this team. Mm-hmm. I think he gave up on everybody in this organization. He is not a player anymore that can succeed by himself in the NBA. And Anthony Davis isn't that guy. He cannot build his own team. It's time to put LeBron in his place, get a head coach that can do that and build a roster where he can still succeed. I don't care how happy he is. It's game time. you got to win games. That's the NBA. You don't sit out and make yeah. people lose money. Yeah. And if Go you're ahead, some Jared. of the if you're some of the young guys on that team, do you think they're going to want out? Or do you Absolutely. think they- Nobody's going to want to stay in an organization crafted by this guy. So, Look at this success story he thought he was building this year. So if and they all, went 33 and 49. If all the young guys want out like there are no young, Monk, and, yeah, there's no Austin young guys. Reeves, like <laughs> but those are like their sparks off the bench. Like I don't, need, I don't even know what they're gonna do. What are they gonna get more? Well, Taylor ring? Horton Tucker's out too. That man is gone. Oh, he's terrible. Well, yeah. he's terrible, but he's gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's all the little pieces that are gonna fall away. The only people that are gonna be wanting to stay on this roster are the mid thirty year olds who get to text on the bench. Do you hear yeah. that story too? Yeah, <laughs> that they text on the yeah. bench. This is pathetic. No, I, mean, I, I wouldn't go as far to saying I've lost all respect for LeBron James because I think he's a great person. But, I think he's a great person. Yeah. But I think he feels very in, like yes, entitled. Yes, you are one of the greatest yeah. players of all time. Like maybe one, maybe two. It's you're, you're one or two. However, he feels very entitled when it comes to him talking to front offices and thinking that like like the organization loses control because you have no choice. The money LeBron's making you, you bow down to whatever he wants because at the end of the day, it's a business and he's making you money and. You're not going to be that bad. Except for this year. They were pretty bad. But who did this? LeBron. This team is how not making mo- the playoffs. How much for money did you make? A lot. Well, because he's LeBron. Right. So the he's making are- more money outside of the NBA than he is inside the NBA at this right. point. Right. And he's. 
I would... Nah, no, I'm not going to make that take. I was going to say, I bet LeBron doubles a team's profits, which could, which could oh, be true. Oh, absolutely he does. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be true, but... Look at Charlotte. That that franchise made no money for years. Granted, I think now with LaMelo, they're yeah. probably making something. No, that, then they got LaMelo and Bridges. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, no, if LeBron went to... He triples Sacramento. Yeah. Like, that, that is a garbage there, there, franchise. There would be... I would say, at minimum, two times more LeBron jersey sales with the Kings than <laughs> sorry <laughs> with the Kings with, there would be double the amount of jersey sales of LeBron Kings jerseys than there were Kings jerseys in total this year yeah I, yeah I guess you got you got people buying LeBron's jersey that live in Atlanta just because it's LeBron you got you people don't, buying it in Croatia you don't yeah. you don't have LeBron. people thinking like oh Yes, I cannot wait to order my Davion Mitchell jersey. <laughs> like, who Jesus, aren't Kings fans? Yeah. If you're if you're a Kings fan, like like sure, but I'm not sitting in like Brooklyn. Like, hmm. <laughs> being a Kings fan has got to feel like being a Jags. Harrison like, Barnes. Oh my goodness, I a cannot imagine. My collection. I really thought they were actually going to succeed with Sabonis, but they ended up struggling with him on the roster. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does Sacramento really get into this in a couple years? Uh, I probably doubt it. All right. Let's not talk about the teams out of the playoffs now because the Lakers get enough oh, yeah. media coverage. It's time to talk about the actual success. Oh, my God. Success stories here. San Antonio deserves a round of applause. I, I mean. <laughs> so, there you go. There's your round of applause. They're going nowhere. But congratulations. <laughs> you made the playoffs. Well, play in. But yeah, it counts. We got some pretty breaking news here. This is? The LA Lakers are finally done paying Luol Deng's four-year $72 million deal he signed in 2016. (laughs) He was still getting paid? he's still getting paid. (laughs) Deng played in just 57 games for LA over two years, and he made 72 mil. (laughs) That is just sad. Over a mil per game. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Props to Luol Deng, though. Yeah. I heard he shopped at the Jewel in Buffalo Grove once. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Respect to Luol Deng. Okay. Western Conference. Who's making it out of the plan? Jared, I'll start with you. I think the Timberwolves and the Clippers both make it out. I think the Timberwolves lose the first game. Hmm? I think the Timberwolves lose the first game. I think the Clippers beat them first game. Well, I think I don't really know who's winning that game, but I think they both will. Yeah. Be the, I think they'll be the seven, eight seed. There, either, there's to me way. a significant gap. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Clippers win first game, and Minnesota could fall under the pressure. It's been a long time since they've been in this yeah. situation. And if San, nah, San Antonio's not beating New Orleans, but New Orleans could do something. I, I don't know. They've got enough talent. Is, I think San Antonio could beat New Orleans. I don't. <laughs> Is Kawhi ever coming back? No. No. New, no, he was shut down a while ago. I don't like. Dang it! We knew that was done, though. We yeah. knew he wasn't gonna play, so it's not a huge surprise. No, I I think the Timberwolves get in for sure. I don't think they lose two in a row. I I honestly think they could beat the Clippers in the first game. I think they're a good team. Um, I think if you're the Timberwolves, you have to win the first <laughs> game because nobody's beating Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Eh, the Clippers yeah. can be not. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not even going to try and make right, that argument. Right now I'm seeing that Jonas Valanciunas, Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, and Herb Jones are all out. So I would uh, say – Because they, they rested. No, no, no. That's not because, oh. yeah, that's not because they're actually Are you out. sure? Yes. Because it – okay. 100% positive on that. Because yeah. it says on here 
Jonas with an ankle, Ingram with a hamstring. It's everybody, g- it's everybody getting their excuse injuries. It's load management. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, this is absolutely load management. Yeah, and then I, I guess the Clippers are hot, so I'll put them through. Dude, the Lakers started Mac McClung, Malik Monk, and Austin did you Reeves see? Yesterday. Did you see Mac McClung's dunk at the end yeah, of the, the game? Yeah, the double clutch reverse. Yeah. yeah, that was nasty. No more Lakers, though. I'm done. Okay. But yeah. um, quickly to the Western Conference, because I think this, is, uh, this conference to me is not as entertaining, because uh, this is Phoenix or bust, the way they're yeah. playing. Uh, Memphis... I did just say a couple weeks ago, I think Memphis has got a chance. They don't. That's the school bell, kids. But um, I'm, I almost feel the opposite, Matthew. A few weeks ago, I was saying Memphis had no shot, but then they beat Phoenix with no jaw, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, or Steven Adams. They finished the season strong, even without jaw. This team's really good. Suns yeah. are really good, but I think the Grizzlies have no experience in this situation. I think it kills them at one point. True. Um, shout out to my brother. Happy birthday, Christopher. Your Warriors are going to get killed by Denver. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Dallas, Utah. Luka, this is why you do not play your yeah. guys in the 82nd game of the season. You rest them. Utah's winning the series. That, that, that is my take, even if Luka's healthy. And I put that in quotes because I don't think he is. Um, I think Utah wins this series. You know, there's a lot of dysfunction, but this team always comes alive, especially at this time. Donovan Mitchell, this is where he... Do, do they, though? This is yeah, where Donovan I mean, Mitchell succeeds. Do, do they always come alive? <laughs> yeah, they've been... Dallas like, has Luka and who? It's Okay, but it's like Donovan Mitchell drops 45, and then they lose in seven. Dallas has who besides Luka? And if he's not healthy, which he is... Maxi Kleba! Yeah. They don't even have Porzingis. <laughs> they have Spencer Dini with Diddy. And they're oh, no. still the four seed. I, I still think the Jazz are going to win. They were the three but, seed at one point, weren't they? But I don't agree with the take that the Jazz always come alive in the postseason. I don't think they do either. I, I think the players on the team come alive. It's just never well, it's never come together. Well, I think, they, I no, think it comes Don, together. Donovan Mitchell comes alive. No one else does. This is Rudy Gobert's time to prove he's not... Uh, that he can still be relevant in this era. Because if he was in the 90s, we'd be talking about him in the in the likes of Akeem Olajuwon, yeah. in my opinion. Like, um, I think he's that dude. Mike but. Conley's going to come alive for eight points and three assists a game. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. It's going to be bad. It ain't going to be that bad. Um, and Reggie Bullock's going <laughs> to... Reggie Bullock's on the team. Oh, that's Dallas. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, wait a minute. Um, yeah. I lean towards Utah. I think they're the better team. I lean towards Utah, too. Uh, any other things we want to touch on in either conference? I have something not NBA related. To Let's go, Derek. What you got? Um, no, I just wanted to say, uh, to just talk about Dwayne Haskins. Oh, I agree. I think this is actually a good turn. Um, this isn't NBA related, but I do think this is worth noting. Just because I thought it'd be good to bring it up. I I agree. Um, lost a lot of respect for Adam Schefter too. Oh um, no, yeah, for I sure. I mean, you you do not go out and tweet that like. You do not talk about his struggles. You talk about because he was struggling on and off the field with a lot you, of things. You and talk about him being an Ohio State legend. Yeah. And it shouldn't have taken a second tweet to How get How many that. records did he have at Ohio State? So many. I can't really. Touch, passing touchdowns, passing, passing yards. yards. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because he had a great career on his way. And I know yeah. Mike Tomlin wanted to give him a chance at Pittsburgh. Rest in peace, Swain Haskins, yeah. 25 years old. Yeah. Life lost way too yeah. soon. And uh, I think that is a good calm way to end thank you Derek for bringing it up Um, everybody enjoy your week have a good one enjoy the NBA playoffs peace out bye